0: Welcome to Franklin Covey's Be A Better Leader series. I'm your host, Lena Rinne. I serve as the Senior Vice President of Professional Services and Client Facilitation for Franklin Covey. On this season of Be A Better Leader, we're talking all about how to amplify your organization's impact. At Franklin Covey, we help leaders develop the skills necessary to lead their teams to greatness. Many leaders have the technical skills the role requires, but they lack the management and motivational skills to lead others effectively. In this episode, we'll be talking about how to amplify your organization's impact by creating collective behavior change. Like many things in recent years, the standard for great leadership has changed. It's no longer enough to keep your people aligned on organizational objectives, Great leaders need to develop their teams so they can create collective behavior change and produce impactful results again and again. Here with us today to talk about how leaders can create collective behavior change in their organization is Franklin Covey's Executive Vice President of Products for the Enterprise Division, Will Hodeling. Will, thank you so much for being with us today.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Lena, and really excited to, uh, to be here.
0: Yeah, it's so great to have you. Will, there's a lot of talk out there about what leaders need to do to develop their teams and create collective behavior change. And this is one of the many areas of expertise that you have. So tell us, how can leaders do this more effectively in their organizations?
1: Absolutely, so a leader's job today goes so far beyond just helping an organization achieve their goals. They really need to develop the character, mindset, skill set, and behaviors to inspire their teams navigate periods of rapid transformation, and deliver exceptional results. But providing training isn't enough. Leaders, and especially L&D leaders, need to invest in solutions that drive behavior change, both individually and collectively.
0: Yeah, you know, Will, you and I are both like L&D nerds. Like, we love talking about this topic. We work with our clients and our product on this. So let's dive into it a little bit more. So you mentioned investing in the right solutions. So What do L&D leaders need to look for when they're evaluating various solutions?
1: Absolutely, so I think kind of modern L&D solutions generally fall into a few buckets. So you have one category, which are really content-centric learning libraries. Oftentimes these are platforms that have thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of videos, and they guide the learners through a self-directed learning experience. Often watch a video, take a quiz, watch a video, take a quiz. These platforms excel with scale. They have a ton of breadth to cover every need your organization might have, but they struggle with generating impact. It's really hard for individuals to learn simply by watching a video and taking a quiz. If learning were that straightforward, we would have had textbooks replace teachers centuries ago. At the other end of the spectrum, you have approaches that are less content-centric and really people-centric where there are organizations that have great training capability. Often these are coaching organizations that do one-on-one coaching, or they're more scaled training experiences, where there's less of a content focus, and it's really focused on the best possible instructor leading a classroom environment and creating a space for individuals. These approaches are, you know, the more people-centric approaches are often more like professional therapy than they are traditional training. Harder for learners to develop skills and more exploration of their existing leadership experience and some of the challenging relationships that they have. Um, Then there's a third category of solution that's really a technology centric solution. These are often the LMSs or LXPs that are really containers to take content and then put it onto these platforms to then guide learning pathways. and at Frank and Covey, our goal is to actually uniquely combine all three of these different approaches. So we have our own content. So we're not just a marketplace. We're not just a technology platform. We have our own principle-centric content that's been you know, tried and true, tested by organizations for decades, focused on about 12 different leadership capabilities and about 40 different skills. We also offer people. So we offer a coaching experience one-on-one. We also offer facilitated courses taught by subject area experts who can create that space for introspection and reflection and then we also have a technology platform that powers the learning experience both the learning experience we've created and then also we're adding more features and functionality to allow clients and companies to bring their own kind of uh, content onto our technology so i mean just just to summarize the the industry as a whole the L&D industry as a whole right now has solutions that are content-focused, there are solutions that are really people-focused, there are solutions that are technology-focused, and our goal is to kind of uniquely combine content people and technology to drive that behavior change at scale.
0: Thanks, Will. You know, One of the things I appreciate about what you said there is each of those, the content people and technology, they each have their own benefits. I mean, there's application use cases for each of those, but for L&D leaders who are looking to drive collective behavior change, they should be evaluating among all of those criteria, because each one's important when you're working with developing people and driving behavior change. So thank you. So when we're talking about L&D programs, there's this concept of active learning that takes place. So can you talk a little bit more about active learning and why that's important for a solution as well?
1: Absolutely. So, prior to to starting, so I started a company, Strive, five and a half years ago. We were a management training leadership development platform that was acquired by Franklin Covey. But prior to starting Strive, I spent three years working at a startup called Minerva, where we raised $175 million to build a university from scratch. And the founding dean of Minerva was a guy named Dr. Stephen Coslin, who previously was the dean of social sciences at Harvard, uh, ran the Center for Advanced Behavioral Science Research at Stanford. And he's one of the world experts in the science of learning. Um, And he would always say to our faculty and to our students at Minerva that 30 years of research can be boiled down into one short sentence, which is active learning is better than passive learning. A lot of what happens in kind of modern training experiences in K-12 classrooms and in university classrooms is passive learning. It's the idea of the professor, sage on a stage, lecturing an audience of people. In the corporate training environment, that might be the video and quiz experience that I discussed earlier, where what you do is you just listen to somebody talk, and then ostensibly you're gonna, you know, change your behavior in the real world. Real learning real behavior change requires an active process of intentional application. So you might have heard of the term the Kolb adult development cycle this idea of um, kind of getting people to reflect on how they perform today absorb content reflect and then uh, sorry absorb content practice and then apply it. And so active learning Is about guiding people through that adult development cycle guiding through the process of reflection absorption practice and application and so that's really what we focus on at franklin covey is driving people to intentionally apply lessons that we teach in the real world so we're not just a platform where you watch a video and ostensibly you change behavior by osmosis of ingesting the content and you know memorizing it We're not just a training company that organizes the sage on a stage person at a conference room telling people about the new latest leadership trend fad skill lesson. We're really a behavior change company that focuses on using technology, using people, our instructors, our coaches to drive that intentional application cycle, that adult development cycle.
0: You know, I can think about the most uh, important and impressive learning environments I've had and even the leadership lessons that have actually changed my leadership. And it is exactly what you said. I, I might have insights by reading a book or listening to a podcast or a conversation, but the ways that I've actually become a better leader have required all of those things you just talked about. It's not just learning an idea. So so thank you. Really such great information. Uh, Will, thank you so much for joining us today. It's always a pleasure to spend time with you.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much for, for having me and really interesting always to kind of talk about the science of behavior change, science of learning and how kind of our solution brings that together and and drives great outcomes for our clients.
0: Thanks, Will. The secret really to driving behavior change at scale is to invest in solutions that are based on timeless principles of human effectiveness and equip every person in your organization with the mindset and behaviors that they need to reach new levels of performance. Thank you for joining us today. For more helpful resources, visit us at franklincovey.com.